Hi guys and welcome to another BetfairTradingCommunity.com podcast and today I'm going to be going through the MLB season preview for 2018. Um, MLB for those who don't know stands for Major League Baseball and it is the big American Baseball World Series sport um, that you will often hear mentioned um, from overseas. Um, the great news here is that, of course, there's an imminent announcement expected that a Major League Baseball game will be played on British shores. Um, so it seems only right to preview the upcoming baseball season. Um, baseball obviously is a sport that's hugely popular in America. You know, it's seen as America's main sort of pastime um, and has such a rich tradition and history over there. Um, it does have a decent following here too, but that does seem to have slowed down somewhat in recent years. Um, I think that's mainly because it's no longer shown on the free-to-air TV channels. Um, you know, it used to be you could watch it late night on a Channel 4 or Channel 5, and uh, that's not even possible anymore. Um, but with a Yankees-Red Sox series heading over here um, in London, you know, I for one do hope that the sport grows here because I think it's a great sport. I love it. And, uh, you know, there's no reason that it can't do. But anyway, what we're interested in, of course, is the Betfair trading side of things. Um, you know, so baseball is a great sport to bet or trade on if, and I use this this word quite strongly, if you can get an edge. Um, because there's so many matches during a season. So each team plays an absurd 162 regular season games. Okay, so, you know, they basically play virtually every day of the week during the season. Um, compare that to something like the NFL, where teams play 17 games in a regular season. And actually, baseball you know, plays 10 times the amount of matches per season, um, you know. So, obviously, there's a lot of scope there for trading. Um, the negative side that I've found is that what tends to happen is, say the Yankees beat the Red Sox on the Tuesday, they'll then play again on the Wednesday, and more often than not, the Red Sox will then beat the Yankees. And then the next day, if they play again, the Yankees might then beat the Red... You know... The pattern seems to be the teams are so closely matched that one team will just beat another one day with one pitcher. The next pitcher will be on the next day and they'll the other team will then flip that result and reverse it. So it can be very difficult to predict the one-by-one matches. Um, you know, like I say, the margins are so fine between the top teams and there's a lot of back and forth in these little mini-series and weeks and... Uh, it's hard to predict the outcome on any given day. The most important thing in MLB is the starting pitchers, and these players will determine the odds more than anything else. So a bit like a quarterback in the NFL, the pitcher, the one who throws the ball at the batters, has the most of the control of the outcome of the game. Because, of course, they can throw strikes, um, they can throw badly and make it easy uh, for the batters to hit. Each team tends to have five starting pitchers who rotate during the week. Um, and often, these pitchers don't even complete a whole match, which is nine innings. So they'll normally pitch for six to seven innings and be substituted out when they start to tire or for preservation purposes. So what tends to happen is each pitcher will pitch about 100 balls and then get taken out by the you know, manager and 
the next pitch will be put in. Um, so there's a lot of variables that go on for individual matches. And again, that does make it difficult to predict a winner on a daily basis. Um, but the beauty of the World Series itself, which is basically baseball's equivalent of the Super Bowl, is that there's seven matches played. So it's a best of seven series. So if it goes 4-0, obviously there aren't seven matches played. It's a best of seven series. Um, so the best team will usually come out on top. And one bad result doesn't end it for you like the Super Bowl does. So, you know, you do tend to get a trend of the best team. Um, and I think it's easier to get an edge in some of the postseason um, predictions or even the the World Series because, like I say, there's more games being played. So it's not just a one-off match basis. So onto this off season, and it's been dominated really by the huge signing of Giancarlo Stanton to the New York Yankees um, from the Miami Marlins, formerly the Florida Marlins, and basically he's the biggest uh, hitter or batter in the um, in the Miami Marlins team, and obviously the National League, which is they split the two leagues into American League and National League. He was the MVP for the National League last year. He did amazing things with a terrible team. He was hitting home runs left, right and centre. Um, and the Yankees have signed him. And they did get close to a World Series last year, the Yankees. So again, they're going to be strong this year, having added some depth to the batting. But I don't think that position was really the one they needed a lot of help with. I think the Yankees' biggest issue is is pitching. Um, and I think they're relying a lot on CC Sabathia, who is now turning 37. He's still decent, but hasn't looked quite as good as he always did. But anyway, so their odds are 7.6 at the moment. It's a decent shout, but again, in a wide open race, odds like 7.6 don't greatly appeal to me. The same can be said of defending champions, the Houston Astros, uh, who are favourites this year at 6.6. And it, they're rightly favourites. Um, you know, Verlander is a great signing, but not odds that interest me. You know, 6.6 for a whole season. It's just not odds that are going to interest me anyway. Same with the LA Dodgers. You'll fancy going one better this year at 7.2. Again, not odds that appeal. Now, they're three teams that I think will be very strong, but the odds don't appeal to me. And as you know, I'm a value hunter. So I'm going to look for something a bit further down the odds chart that actually I think has got a very good... Um, chance this year. One interesting stat that I have looked at is that nine of the last ten World Series teams were different. Okay, so in the last five years, nine different teams have competed in the World Series, meaning that if you made the World Series the year before, you are so unlikely to do it again. I'm not entirely sure why this is. Um, maybe mental fatigue, but it's interesting nonetheless. So basically, in the last five years, there's been a 10% chance if you made the World Series the year before, you're going to make it again. And it shows how wide open this sport can be. Now, of course, it doesn't necessarily mean that trend will continue on this year, but it is an interesting one. It is, it's part of what has shaped my, my picks for this season. Um since the Yankees in the year 2000, no team has ever won the World Series back-to-back. -back. So every season we've had a different... Again, making the Houston, although they're favourites, 6.6, .6, 
no one's done it since 2000 not massively appealing um so it does these uh, stats are, are stacking up and supporting each other which is why i am hesitant to back the astros or dodgers um and as i say you can perhaps see where i'm going with this now but i'm going for two teams that have not been in the world series recently within that five-year span um the team I like, so I'm going to pick one from the National League and one from the American League because they meet in the World Series. So the winner of the American League and the winner of the National League will meet in the World Series. So I, I like to have a couple of picks normally when I go for the longer rods. And I also like to have picks that don't have that aren't going to play each other early on. So the beauty with um, American sports is that you know that there's going to be one from the National League, one from the American League. So if you pick one of each you know, hopefully you'll have a good chance of getting there. And, you know, if you do have an amazing pick, then you could get them both playing together in the World Series, um, however unlikely that is according to the odds. But anyway, the team I like from the National League, odds of 11.5 are the Washington Nationals. Now, the reason for this is that they've won their division at Cantor last season and they've won it. I think something like three out of the last four seasons or whatever, but I think they won by like 17, 18 games last year, which is huge margin in baseball. Um, the other thing is a lot of their top players are heading towards free agency next season. Um, so, for example, Bryce Harper, a massive hitter, is leaving. Um, there's also a couple of others who are leaving. Um, Daniel Murphy, another another good batter who'll probably pick up some uh, good money there and uh pitcher Gio Gonzalez who's been you know really reliable rotation pitcher so a lot of their players are heading towards free agency and, and the important thing about this is that if you follow NFL you'll have also seen this that players do tend to up their game during what we call a contract year these guys know they're going to get offered a big contract next year by some of the teams if they do well. It's a bit like football with Alexi Sanchez, you know. Um, if he knows he's leaving in free agency like they tend to in in American sports, then, you know, they will up their game because they know a massive contract will be heading their way if they do so. This is also probably the last chance the Nationals will have to really make a good go of winning the World Series at the moment um, so they'll really want this and with the talent in their lineup you know listen to the experts they'll say the same thing they are arguably the best side on paper in the MLB so it's now or never for them really and this is a good time for them to show that their talent on paper can be translated onto the field they're pretty much a lock to make the playoffs at this stage so again you're going to go deep with this um, trade or bet uh, and at odds of 11.5 there doesn't seem to be massive downside the team okay so I'm going to go on to the American League and the team I like there are at odds of 15.0 are the Boston Red Sox now it's easy to forget with all the media attention surrounding the Yankees capture of Giancarlo Stanton that the Red Sox have actually won their division two times in a row now Okay, and that's above the Yankees. So, you know, they're the better team at the moment in the regular season. JD Martinez, who they've picked up, a batter, is a huge upgrade at designated hitter. 
And that signing has absolutely flown under the radar because of what's happened with Giancarlo Stanton. But th- these aren't. There's not a massive difference between Giancarlo Stanton and Martinez. So effectively, the Red Sox could still be better than the Yankees this year. There's no real reason that can't happen. Yet their odds are, you know, what double. Um, so 15.0 again. It looks decent. And let's not forget that the Red Sox have had quite a lot of success in the World Series in recent years. Um, you know, since like I think 2004, they've won it three times. And uh, there's not many teams that, because well, there's only a, the San Francisco Giants who can say that. So they know what it takes. The, the organization know what it takes to do it recently. Um, and it was only five years ago um, that they did win it all. And Fenway Park massively famous baseball ground it's going to be an intimidating place to go in the playoffs um, so I think both these sides the Washington Nationals the Boston Red Sox will make the playoffs, should make the playoffs and their odds are bound to come in if they do so um, so there should be green available with these two picks and hopefully we can manage to spike a winner um, so yeah Back the Washington Nationals at 11.5 odds on Betfair. Back the Boston Red Sox at 15.0 odds on Betfair. And let's see how those trades ride throughout the season. Just a little amendment to this. Um, When I write or post these, I actually look at Betfair at the time and I pull the odds that are there at that moment. Okay, So these aren't necessarily even the odds that I got on at. I'll sometimes get on earlier. I might even have got on at slightly worse odds. But the reason I point this out is that um, at the moment, looking at Betfair, the odds have come in quite a bit on the Boston Red Sox. Um, So, you know, it was a value price there. It's your decision if you still go for it at the current price. If you can get close to 15.0, then do it. Um, shop around. You know that It doesn't have to be that you take this price on Betfair. You can still trade out and uh, move your positions on Betfair, even if you've backed your first bet at a bookmaker. So have a look on Odds Checker. Check where the odds are and, and what you're able to get. Um, but, yeah, I do like these, like these picks, and uh, I'm just hoping for a great... Uh, great season in baseball really and really looking forward to that announcement I'll definitely be going to one of the Yankees Red Sox games in London um, I can't wait so yeah thanks for listening guys um, you know always check out betfairtrainingcommunity.com remember to check out the forum each day as well for daily advice um, we're absolutely killing it especially the cricket at the moment uh, you know we're absolutely it's great to see it uh, the cricket thread thriving so much and uh We make so much money on there that uh, it's crazy. Anyway, guys, uh, I'll see you in the next podcast. Cheers.